Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the Retirement Specialists. And welcome to the clinic. Jeff Kowal is here. I'm Paul Cronforst. We're in WISN Milwaukee, WIBA in Madison. Jeff is president of the Kowal Investment Group, the Retirement Specialist. And Jeff, good morning to you. Good morning, Paul. How are you? I'm fantastic. We've got a special treat today, a guest in studio, and that's Paul Schaefer, a CPA at the Coal Investment Group. Paul's been on before. Welcome back, Paul. Yeah. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Paul. A lot of Paul's going on here. <laughs> uh, clarify who's who. Yeah, I'll have to Get do that. Get my scorecard out. We'll uh, open up lines, Jeff. Uh, your goal Absolutely. in every show is to take questions. You want to answer retirement questions, and we're going to do that. We're going to open up phone lines for... Anything that you have concerning your retirement plan. And, Jeff, there is a plan. You should have a plan. Indeed. Um, IRAs, 401k plans, rollovers, estate planning questions come up, tax, Social Security, you name it. Anything about your retirement plan. We have wide open phone lines. We do have tickets to the state fair. It's that time of the year. Um, And we're going to give those away to a caller today, a four-pack of tickets. So start calling in right now, 799-1130. Toll-free, 800-838-WISN is our steam dry carpet cleaning toll-free number. Lines are open for you. Jeff, I mentioned you're Madison, WIBA. You've been on this station, WISN, for uh, many, many years, over 20 years. Yep. And you do the market updates on both stations now, Monday through Friday. That's right. Monday through Friday in Milwaukee on WISN, it's the 3 o'clock and 5 o'clock news blocks. And then on WIBA in Mass, it's at 4.55, just before the 5 o'clock news block on Vicki McKenna's show. During that time, Paul, who's here, uh, Aaron Kowal, Aaron Spitzner, Joe Still, Heather, Annie, uh, uh, Paul, or uh, Mark Kelly, we try to give you one minute on what's going on in the market that day. What's driving your retirement or investment account up or down that particular day? Is it a government report? Is it uh, earnings reports? What's driving it that particular day? Is it a tweet from somebody in particular that's driving the market that <laughs> like day? President Trump? <laughs> Could be. Is it driving it? So we try to give you what's going on in the market that day. Uh, we wrap it up with the Dow, the S&P 500, and tech-heavy NASDAQ, all in one minute, 3 o'clock and 5 o'clock news blocks on WISN in Milwaukee, 4.55 p.m. on uh, Vicki McKenna's show, WIBA in Madison. Oh, also four locations. Uh, the world headquarters located right in Waukesha. Um, you've also got a location in Madison, which is Middleton, but right there in Madison. So um, Port Washington, which is a big deal today. It's fish day. It is. It's fish day in Port Washington. That's right. So you might not want to stop by the office today. Wait Probably till, not. Wait not there, yes. Uh, that's but, an exciting day, and it is one day. It's not fish days. It's fish day. You know that's my pet peeve. Oh, yeah. I got a, uh, mammals go around the radio station, all the things going on where events are and personalities. Fish days in Port Washington. I had a corrector. Way to go, Paul. <laughs> it's one day. Having an office there, we know that it's fish day. And that's in Port Washington. Yep. Also a location in Phoenix, Arizona, which means you can, you know, a lot of, you're licensed in several states, Jeff. That's a distinction we should mention. 27 states. It's kind of the nature of our practice. That our, Fortunately, clients have been great to us. They work with us and they retire. They move somewhere else and uh, they take us along. They keep us as their advisor. And with communications as they are, it doesn't matter where you are. 27. 
26, 27 states were licensed in. And your website, thekowalway.com, K-O-W-A-L, thekowalway.com. Uh, check it out. The plan for the show today, in the second half of the hour, we have the sexy segment. Coming up right after our first commercial break, we are joined each week by Aaron Kowal for our business special segment. It's called the Boss Minute, Business Owners Savings and Security. That's coming up. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business owners. So we do a lot on the show. In between, we take a lot of questions, a lot of calls. We've got those state fair tickets up for grabs, and we've got people waiting already. So, Jeff, what do you think? Get some calls? Yep. We'll jump to the phones and begin in Brookfield. Chris, you're on WISN and WIBA. Good morning. Hi, Chris. Hey, good morning, guys. Thank you very much. Hey, um, my wife and I realized about, I don't know, two months ago, we've got about five different IRAs that are just kind of all over the place. And we realized at 50 and 52, it was time to develop a retirement plan. Great. So what we, uh, we're trying to figure out is like where to go or what to do. So we've got two homes and these accounts and, We'd really like to retire at 65, and we don't really have a plan, and we don't know where to go and or what, what's the next step. Okay, a couple things. You're very astute in recognizing that there is a need for a plan, um, and that's a big part of what we do is the planning, not just the investments. We manage over $900 million of assets for our clients. Um, but one of the things you're talking about is consolidation. For a, a lot of people, having assets scattered all over the place creates chaos, that you're not sure exactly what the rules are for IRAs, 401ks, Roth IRAs, different types of accounts, annuities, uh, investment accounts. So it's a great idea to uh, consolidate, um, uh, f- for one. F- uh, for two, uh, if you have two homes, are they in the area? Are they one here and one somewhere warm or yeah, we, well, we've got one in Brookfield, and then we've got a we've got a, a condo in Maine, right on the ocean. Okay, beautiful. Well, uh, again, it's, do you plan on retiring here or in Maine? We don't know. I'm, okay. We haven't figured that part out. But that's part of the planning process. And what we do is we reduce it to writing. We take a look at everything that you're doing. We look at your strengths, your weaknesses. We look at uh, investments, uh, wealth management, managing those assets, transferring those assets, preserving them, growing them, taking income from it, and then passing it on to your heirs. So those are all the things that go into the retirement and wealth management process. And that's what we do, and it's time at 52, it's time for you to take a look at that. You might find out that you're in better shape and maybe even retire a little bit earlier, or you might find out that you have to work beyond age 62, maybe to age 65 to have a successful retirement. But with us and with... Again, that's it's Cobalt Investment Group, the retirement specialist. We do this all the time. The cash flow analysis is, in my opinion, one of the biggest things that we do. Because we don't want you to walk away from work at 62 and then have to go back to work at 75 because you made a slight miscalculation. But Chris, is your goal, you said 65, right? 65. Yeah, 62 to 65. I mean, it, so if I could ask a second question, because I, I, I'm, I'm a little confused on something. Okay, and I and I saw ads on TV and such and the radio. When you meet with someone like yourself, like is there like how does the fee structure work? Like somebody was explaining to me, I pay like online, it's a straight fee, but then like Fidel and I and I'm sorry, I don't, I just don't understand enough. I mean, we uh, okay. we worked really hard and we we've, we've accumulated a lot of stuff, but we we we've really been neglectful in a plan and to kind of take it. You know, the bull by the horn. I think that's a great question. First of all, when you look at an advisor, you have to look for somebody who puts your interest first. It's called a fiduciary. 
So at the Cobalt Investment Group and other firms too, um, they act as fiduciaries. We would put your interests first. Um, we have full disclosure. So in other words, you'll pay anywhere from about 0.8%, maybe a little bit less at times, depending on how big the how, how large the asset base is, uh, to about 1.2% of the assets that we manage for you. Um, okay. But what a lot of people don't realize is that they're probably paying that right now. If you've got five different accounts, chances are you're paying 1% to 2% uh, in fees in your accounts right now, and you just don't see it. A co-op investment group with a lot of firms, I'll talk about us in particular. We like full disclosure. We want you to know that we're looking out for your best interests, and part of that is full disclosure to make sure that you know what you're paying. Understood. Uh, yeah, so if I could, the last question related to it, like a, a friend told me that we should go to like Fidelity, but wouldn't Fidelity only sell me Fidelity products where the difference is you guys would look at I mean, I, there's a lot of other things in the world besides Fidelity. A lot of companies like a lot of companies like Fidelity and some others. They make it high, more compensation if they put you into Fidelity funds or Vanguard funds or whatever the funds happen to be. There may be some uh, compensation that may not be disclosed that they get. Uh, I think most of the times Fidelity will allow you to. It, it depends. It depends who the broker is at, at doing as to whether okay. they'll allow you to use uh, funds other than Fidelity. But with us, we can use anybody. We can use Fidelity, Vanguard, um, Oppenheimer, any fund that we feel but works best in your situation. Again, putting your needs first. Every question you asked, Chris, is perfect. Yeah, those are great questions. Thanks a lot, Chris. Thanks for the call. Thank in. you, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much. Chris got us started. And if you want to call the retirement clinic, we've got lines open for you. He mentioned something that stuck out at, right at the end. He said, we're so busy working, so busy accumulating the money, we just kind of forgot about the plan. Well, that's not unusual. And that, there were some great comments that, that Chris made as well. Um, for a lot of our clients, as soon as, uh, as soon as they leave our office, they're going back to their kid who's coming home for the weekend or uh, you know, from college or they're going back to work or they're going somewhere. They're, they leave our office and something else is a distraction. Um, so it's never a good time to do it. You know, we talk about procrastination and, you know, 30s is probably starting in your 30s is probably the worst time, you know, because you've got the kids there and then you've got mortgages. Well, the 40s is terrible because, uh, you know, you've got kids in college, you're paying for college at that time and trying to pay it on the mortgage. Well, 50s are, of course, is a terrible time to start planning. <laughs> you know, and so on. You could use excuses. You know, you're trying to pay off your mortgage now at this point. Now you get to that, your 60s. And you're taking care of your parents. <laughs> and so, you know, that's the worst time to do planning. That's 60s, true. obviously, is a terrible time to start oh, yeah. planning. It's too late. Now <laughs> I'm going to retire. Time, that's right. So you got it. So like Chris mentioned, now is a great time to start planning, to start working with an advisor who is a fiduciary, who looks out for your best interests. Hey, we're going to, we've got to stick in the quick break, Jeff. And now we're going to hear from Aaron Kowal. Then we're going to get back to the calls and more questions coming up. Um, also in the sexy segment, that's coming up in the second half of the show before the end of the hour. But we've got plenty of time for more questions. Give us a call. Jeff Kowal is here. Paul Schaefer, a CPA at the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. Reach us at WIBN, WISN by calling 799-1130 by using the Steam Dry Carpet toll-free number, and that's 800-838-9476. We'll be right back with the Retirement Clinic.
Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. There are nearly 29 million small businesses in the United States, reports SBA.gov, and they represent 99.7% of all organizations in the United States. Sad to say the majority of small business owners in our country have not set up a plan for retirement. A survey conducted in 2015 reports that 78% of business owners plan to sell their business to fund their retirement with 60 to 100% needed to fund owners' retirement needs. Less than 30% of small business owners actually have written a succession plan. People who plan to fund their retirement by selling their business should understand one thing. They alone bear the responsibility of setting up a suitable retirement plan. An interesting article from business.com has six ways business owners can prepare for retirement today. Number one was face your fears. Any business owner uh, has fears about retirement. The most common ones are fear of running out of money in the future or getting an ailment that destroys their savings. That's why it's essential for small business owners to face their fears and come up with a plan. Next is do the calculations. You have to put pencil to paper, and we do it all the time for our, our clients, business owners and individuals alike. Create a good exit strategy. It may seem slightly premature to create a business exit strategy. However, your business is probably your best asset, and it's possible to sell to fund your retirement. How much you get from the sale of your business depends on the market. It's never the best idea to do it in a fire sale, and you're never going to get as much uh, as it's really worth. Save enough to have a good retirement. Our future is always uncertain. The more money you save, the more comfortable you feel during retirement. So set money aside now while you can and while you have the cash flow to do it. And consider growing your business if possible. Uh, approximately 57% of small businesses are sole proprietorships. So if you aim to sell your business, you should grow it now. If you can see if you get more clients or hire employees, some of these steps can increase the odds of successfully selling your venture. Uh, choose your retirement strategy. Uh, a SEP IRA, a simple IRA, and a four, solo 401k could be great ways to uh, set aside more money tax, on a tax-deferred basis uh, and, and allow you to have money other than your business uh, available for you in retirement. Uh, to, to, and to decide which plan is best for you, consider how many years you plan on working, uh, how much you'll save, and if there's a chance you'll have to access those savings before retirement. And that's why we work all the time with business owners and individuals alike. So give us a call and we can help you decide which approach is best for you. That is Aaron Kowal. Jeff, we do this every week and it's for, you know, what what Aaron mentions and you say this all the time too, it's about owning your retirement, not just your business. So many business owners don't have a plan. They don't have a plan and a lot of their wealth is tied up in their business. So have a plan, either an exit strategy for your retirement or to sell the business or, you know, clean it up so that, you know, it is ready for sale. But there may, especially if it's a good ongoing business, you never know when the best possible time is to sell it. Um, so have your exit strategy ready. Hey, and backing up a little bit, if you're just joining us, we're going to continue with some phone calls. We do have state fair tickets for you, and I want you to call in right now because we've got a busy second half of the show. Jeff's sexy segment is coming up. We've got some topics that you're going to tee up right now, the first topic of the show. And Paul Schaefer is a CPA with the Kowal Investment Group and joins us on the program. So we've got a lot to cover. The number to call in is 799-1130 or the Steam Direct Carpet Cleaning toll-free number 800-838-9476. What's going on, Jeff? Well, you... Paul has a couple of items he wanted to cover. Well, yeah, I got a question this week, uh, so it was top of mind. But uh, occasionally I get these questions about self-directed IRAs. You know, what are they, how they work, uh, what's allowed to be held in them, 
uh, and just some considerations to uh, be aware of for taxes and, and penalties for prohibited transactions. Um, so a, self-direct, a self-directed IRA gives the owner the ability to invest in many things other than the usual stocks, bonds, mutual funds uh, that are allowed at most custodians. Uh, you know, People might look to set up a self-directed IRA because they think there's an opportunity for better returns, but uh, setting one up uh, properly and following the rules isn't you know as easy as a conventional IRA. Yep. <laughs> um, so self-directed uh, accounts are still required by the IRS to be set up uh, with a qualified trustee or custodian to hold the assets. Uh, so that definitely adds a layer of cost that could add up quickly and eat into your profits if you're. You and know. what you're talking about are things like, well, how come I can't put my house in my IRA? So that's right. So Ooh. some in, some investments that might be held in a self-directed IRA would be real estate precious metal bullion, uh, limited partnerships and LLCs, private company stock, and the list goes on. Can I can I fund a self-directed IRA just like anything else is funded, make regular contributions? You can. They work just like a traditional conventional IRA that you would think of that you might hold at you know Raymond James, uh, but uh, they, they just work differently, and there's a specialized custodian that is usually involved. Um but there are some holdings that are explicitly banned, uh, just to be aware of, like insurance contracts, collectibles, S-corporations. Uh, but real estate's been the most popular uh, investment to hold in these type of accounts. And that's doable? It's doable, uh, but it's also one of the more complicated assets to manage properly uh, and more susceptible to prohibited transactions, which I can uh, talk a little bit about Uh so first off, it's very important to understand that uh, the IRA is technically a separate entity from the IRA account owner uh, who will ultimately use and benefit from the money. And the tax code requires that the assets of the two remain separate and can't be used in a manner where one indirectly uh, enriches the other. So for an example, an owner who invests in a, a fixer-upper property and then does any repair work themselves, uh, that's a prohibited transaction. Um, because the owner rendered services to the IRA asset. What about other? What about my own my own house? Uh, if, if you own an asset, uh, own real estate, an investment property, now you can't place that into uh, a self directed IRA and hold it uh, as a real estate investment because even a arm's length transaction uh, from you to the IRA is not allowed. Right. Got it. Um, uh, okay. I didn't want to interrupt you, Paul. Oh, no, no. Um, so, and just the IRA would, uh, you know, just need to hire somebody else, pay directly from the IRA assets um, uh, to be an allowable transaction. And um, another thing to be aware of is if you pay uh, services, you know, you have somebody else do it, but you pay for their services for that IRA asset, that's also a prohibited transaction. They, they two need to remain separate. You mentioned a trustee as well, right? A qualified trustee, custodian, um, you know, they, they have to hold the asset for you and um, they help you uh, manage and keep track of the uh, the paperwork and reporting requirements. So clearly the Coal Investment Group can help us set up a self-directed IRA. Sure. If now, it's best for me, it may, it may not. If it's best for you and we may direct you to somebody who will hold the assets for you, if if it's too risky, we'll say we don't do that. But there's this company in Colorado. If you're really determined to have that piece of real estate in there, we'll wash our hands of it because we don't. It can some of those things can get pretty complex, and you can get in trouble for doing it. And it, you know, it's easy to mess up, uh, even if it's an honest overlook of a minor detail. But uh, it's a big deal because the tax consequences and penalties are are pretty severe. Uh, the standard rule: there's a penalty tax of fifteen percent of the transaction amount. 
on a prohibited transaction. Fifteen percent. Fifteen percent of the transaction amount. Uh, and if it's not corrected in the same tax year, it could be increased a hundred percent of the transaction amount. Uh, now that's not good. <laughs> Even worse, you could you could good observation a hundred percent. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, you, you could also risk the IRS uh, looking at it and uh, basically disqualifying the entire IRA, which would mean that you would uh, have to recognize a, a taxable uh, distribution the entire year for the total account balance. If, so you, re- you know. really got to be in your toes to have that in the same year to get that done. Yeah. Be careful. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Well, be careful. Where we'll see it sometimes is that somebody might have a half a million dollars in a retirement plan. They'll say, "I want to buy this." A, a rental property that I think that real estate's going to be great. I don't have, you know, can I take $200,000 from my plan and buy this real estate with it? Well, that's what Paul's talking about. If you screw it up, it could be a prohibited transaction. You can be paying penalties and it may, could potentially disqualify your entire IRA. Why take the risk? Jeff, what would be the main difference between a traditional IRA and a self-directed IRA? I mean, if you're just to define the two, what's the main difference? Well, a self-directed IRA can include any types of assets. Uh, a traditional IRA can as well. So self-directed, uh, you know, we do self-directed IRAs, but our direction is with ETFs, individual stocks, and mutual funds. A self-directed uh, IRA that, that Paul's talking about sometimes if you want to hold uh, uh, rare investments, artwork, uh, real estate, things oh. like that, and that, that it's hard to value those types of things. Good stuff. Uh, Paul Schaefer from the Kowal Investment Group. Uh, Jeff, you you have a topic or two that we have well, time to get things, to right yeah, now. Good. A um, couple things I wanted to cover. One is uh, from last week's show. The, the question was, can I contribute to my uh, SEP IRA after age 70 and a half? And I went to the IRS.gov website and confirmed it with Paul, who really is the authority on it. Paul Schaefer here. So he said, can I contribute to the SEP? You must contribute to each employee eligible for your SEP, even if they're over age 70 and a half. So you can contribute. The, the caveat to that is that it's an IRA. So while you're contributing to your SEP IRA, you have to take out required minimum distributions. So while you're putting money in, you're required to take money out. Starting at what age? 70 and a half. Okay. So at age 70 and a half. So the answer to the question from last week is, yes, you can do it. Yes, you can contribute to SEP IRA, but you are still subject to the required minimum distribution rules like any IRA would be. The other one I had, there's a retirement bill in Congress now. Um, you know, this this tax issue. <laughs> the uh, Politics. Uh, politics. And that's why none of this is going to fly uh, but we want to talk about because we want to keep you up to date with what Congress is thinking about. You know, they're trying to make the, the tax cuts, the, the uh, business tax cuts were made permanent, but the individual tax cuts are scheduled to run out in 2026. Um, so I wanted to, uh, they, you know, the, the Republicans are trying to make it permanent. The Democrats are really not agreeing with and this much is the, of anything. the most recent Trump tax plan. So this is the, but these are the retirement bills. So in conjunction with trying to get this the tax cuts made permanent, they're trying to address other things. So this was a Wall Street Journal article that talked about retirement bills in Congress could alter 401k plans. And I'm just going to highlight a couple things from here. One is that lawmakers are seeking consensus on proposals that could amount to the biggest legislative changes in U.S. retirement savings in more than a decade. The last major one was in 2006. And what their objective is, is trying to make it easier for smaller companies to offer 401k plans and for workers to guarantee themselves an income um, once they retire. 
it isn't clear, the article goes on to say, it isn't clear which, if any, measures are likely to survive the legislative process. Uh, among the proposals Congress may consider are new type of savings account that is more open-ended than current vehicles. Way to encourage savings that can be tapped in an emergency, which I'm not sure is a good idea. <laughs> Paul shaking his head. <laughs> no. Yeah, not not necessarily a good idea. And re, and and the repeal of a provision that prevents people over age seven and a half from contributing to IRAs. Um, one of them that's considered is uh, proposals that are requiring plants to disclose to employees the monthly annuity income that the savings could support. That's um, sometimes you'll see that that. that Four percent, or at this annuity, if you had a million dollars, it would generate forty thousand dollars a year of income. Uh, they're trying to make it so that an AARP is pushing this. It's a Retirement Enhancement and Security Act, RESA, and there actually was a Republican. I think it was a, a guy from Utah, Orrin Hatch, and then uh, Ron Wyden from Oregon uh, recommended this. Um, hasn't advanced amid a slim congressional election year calendar and partisan tensions over tax policy. However, the bill has attracted support from AARP, which is an advocacy group for older Americans. RESA, R-E-S-A, Retirement Enhancement Savings Act is what it's called. That's the acronym. Um, is an important step in improving retirement. Uh, one of the things, uh, the thing I want to mention here, two things. One is that they're going to allow small employers to band together and offer 401 type plans, 401k, reduced fees. If you Right now you have to be in the same industry, but this would be any industries could band together and have a, a, a 401k plan. Another one would be to encourage 401k style plans to offer annuities, which help participants transform their savings balances into lifetime income streams. What do you think of that idea, an annuity in a 401k plan? Well, it's, I talked to Jay Weber about this earlier this week because he had a topic on it. What, they're, what the government is trying to do is that, in, especially in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, companies went away from pension plans. The pension plans guarantee an income in retirement. Uh, which are guaranteed by the Pension Benefit Guarantee Corporation, PBGC. So if a company screws up, they don't they underfund their pension, they can just dump it on the government agency and they get their a good chunk of their pension. What this is trying to do is say, bring in an insurance company. We'll have an insurance company guarantee the income. So it's not part of um, the the pension benefit guarantee system. But I think that for most people that they can do better by themselves and not have an annuity. But for certain people that want a regular stream of income, I think it makes some sense. That's what the annuity gives you. Yeah. So in other words, you might have a million dollars and say, okay, I'll design it so that my annuity kicks out $1,500 a month to me each and every month. So I'll have that portion of it come out as annuity payments and have the rest of it as an asset that I can use however I want. But again, there's age limits or requirements here, right? Not really. Not on no. annuities. And you can have uh, uh, there the, the, the guarantees. What, maybe I misunderstood your question about As age far income. as if I'm taking money, that monthly income, and it's a part of the in my 401k oh, okay. plan as the annuity. Would would I have to wait? You still have to follow age? the same rules. Okay. Now, if 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 you take it out of your retirement plan, if you sever employment before age fifty nine and a half, most likely you'd be able to take that out without penalty. That's a that's an interesting question. Most likely you would if it's if it involves 
uh, your actual retirement or severance from service from that company, you'd probably be able to take it out before age 59 and a half. Were you on the Jay Weber show this week? No, he just mentioned me. He just, he just, I just, yes, he gave me a shout out, which I thought was pretty nice. So. <laughs> that's very, that's very cool. Uh, this is all stuff, Jeff. I, I've mentioned this over the years with you. Congress laws, they change rules in your industry all the time. Yeah, oh yeah. The tax ramifications. How do you know? I mean, how does your average uh, investor keep up with this? It's well, very hard. Paul's the same way as a CPA. You have, Continuing oh, education. Well, <laughs> continuing education is important. It's, it, it, they do make it hard to plan more than a year or two out with uh, all these changes. Um, a couple of interesting proposals, but uh, it's probably not going to look like its current form when it does come out. If it does, that's, that's a good a way. Point. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, because there's so many. I mean, there's no there's no incentive to have the current president get a win on this. Uh, so some of these proposals may need 60, uh, 60 votes to get through, and it, it's not just not going to happen. Right, right. Uh, but they're heading in the right direction with it, you know. And what you're trying to do is make it bipartisan, add some things that Democrats like to things that the Republicans like. Like yeah, that's hard to do, isn't it? It is. But like, the thing is, with AARP, which is not known as a conservative outfit necessarily, no, they're not. If if they are backing and pushing for some of these retirement reforms, and they say what? You're, you're going to vote against this because you don't want something else in a yeah. different area. Uh, they may get some. There may be some Democratic uh, people signing on to this and voting for it just because they have a lobbying group that's on their uh, tail to get some of this stuff done. What's typically the age that ARP starts mailing out to uh, folks? Because in the last year, I think twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> once I turn fifty, Jeff, all I see, oh, yeah. two Paul and my wife jokes. Yeah, you got another ARP thing. She throws it at me, and it goes right in the mailbox. All right, mailbox, right in the uh, garbage can. Yep. Uh, from the mailbox to the garbage can. I'm just not interested. Uh, maybe I will be. Well, you know. Yeah, and I think it used to be for sixty plus. Now I think it's fifty five plus that you can join. One fifty. Well, that you can join it. Yeah. So it makes sense. They're reaching out to me after fifty, giving me five years to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> they figured your advanced age, you need that kind of heads up. And, yep. Yep. Well, my mind is clear. That's right. All right. A quick break. That's good stuff. Uh, good updates. We have another segment coming up. That's about wealth management and preservation. Jeff Jeff calls it his sexy segment. This is going to be a really good one, Paul. This is for those with $10 million or more. So Wow. And, you know, when you think about that, $10 million seems so much. Nowadays, there's more and more millionaires, Jeff, than ever before. Well, that's why it's kind of a heads up to advisors and to uh, consumers. You know, work with people who are familiar with and are comfortable working with large amounts of money for a variety of reasons. We'll talk about that. That segment will be next on The Retirement Clinic. You can reach the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists, many ways. Their website, the Kowal Way.com, or you can simply call them at 262 522 Toll-free, 877-560-4040 as well. And uh, we'll take a quick break. That sexy segment is right around the corner. Also, if you have questions yet on WISN or WIBA Madison, give us a call. We'll keep the lines open at 799-1130, and we'll be right back. 
We are back for the sexy segment. That's the music, and that means it's time in the retirement clinic. And if you're just joining us, our guest on the show is CPA Paul Schaefer from the Kowal Investment Group. Your host every week, of course, is Jeff Kowal. This segment is, you do it specifically each week, Jeff, for wealth management yeah. and preservation. And Paul's not really a guest. He's part of the team. So. Yeah, it's a <laughs> guest host. I don't know. Yeah. Joining yeah, us. That's a good idea. You should guest host sometime. I'll take a Saturday. Absolutely. Off. I can do that. Here, this, this uh, show is for everybody. This segment is for those with a uh, million dollars or more. And like you mentioned, Paul, some people not, may not realize that they have a million dollars. If your home is worth $500,000, if you've got $500,000 in your retirement plan, you're a millionaire. If you have life insurance for a million dollars, that's $2 million. If you own your own business, if you have other investments, if you get an inheritance, you may be at $5 million, $10 million, $20 million or more and just not realize it. Well, this segment is for you. This, I thought, was a pretty interesting article. I, I read lots of stuff. And this was... Um, in a financial advisor magazine, it talked about ultra affluent investors, uh, investment management and wealth management for the ultra affluent. And the article starts the, it's by Russ Allen Prince. The population of ultra affluent investors, those with $10 million or more in investable assets, is increasing at a greater rate than other wealth levels. That's how they classify yeah. ultra affluent, $10 yes. million or more yes. in, in net assets. Yes. Uh, one problem that they have is that they 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 need to be working with someone that is not promoting a product but is looking to solve a problem. Again, that's where a fiduciary comes in. When you're looking at managing your wealth, take preserving it, growing it, taking income from it, and passing it on to your heirs, especially when you have larger amounts of money, who do you trust to help you with that? And that's where the fiduciary standard. Uh, wealth management encompasses both investment management and wealth planning. And financial advisors, retirement advisors, practice it can help solve a plethora of ultra-affluent investor issues and concerns. It just says that the, it's becoming more complex. First of all, understanding it. The tools and techniques of wealth and retirement planning range from basics to the cutting edge. Uh, legal strategies, financial products, including trusts, partnerships, and life insurance. Income tax planning. This involves lowering the taxes on monies investors have derived from working and is of particular interest in light of new tax law. Uh, some hyper-successful entrepreneurs can legitimately restructure their corporate entities to blunt their income taxes. So can you set up something? Can you adjust your income taxes? Can you do some things from a tax standpoint to lower your taxes? Uh, estate planning. There are many different many ways to effectively and cost-efficiently move wealth across generations. Um, the ultra wealthy want their uh, want to be able to minimize their estate taxes and at the same time help prepare heirs for challenges on taking on considerable wealth. If you can use legal structures such as trust to do both things, your work will greatly appeal to this segment. In other words, uh, if you give money to kids and they inherit, if they're eighteen years old and inherit two and a half million dollars at one time. You might want to put some restrictions on that money. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or am I going to um, – it may be gone by the time they're 25. Every 18-year-old is different. Some are yes. way beyond their years yeah. of maturity, but some aren't. You know, and that works well with 
you know, with our planning, what we did was uh, made sure that you know if the if the kids kids may be really responsible at age twenty one, or they may be goofballs at thirty five. So in our case, we had some, them getting some money at twenty five, some money at thirty, another piece of it at thirty five, and that's it. If Every they, five years, yes. Yeah, so if they they're not smart enough to take care of it by the time they're thirty five, but I mean those are the types of things that the ultra wealthy need to pay attention to oh, yeah. as well. Um, marriage planning. Love doesn't always last forever. And when new spouses join the family, there's always a risk that the marriage could end early and the spouse could absorb much of the wealth created by others. The spouse could. In other words, you inherit the money and the spouse, the, the money goes to a spouse at the kids of the next spouse. A comprehensive exit plan. Uh, people who are business owners looking for ways to either sell their business or hand them over to the next generation. Most traditional exit plans, what Aaron addressed earlier, concerns itself with taking direct steps to sell or otherwise go through a transition. But more involved wealth and retirement planning means that the, that we take a, a role long before it's anticipated. In other words, you're working with somebody before you sell the business, during the process of selling it, and afterwards. It, you know that the the part about the spouse, Jeff. It's a sad, but it, it's a it's a fact that the divorce rate is higher than ever in this right. country. So that being said, you really have to start. And let's say you get remarried, right? Now you've got your ex-wife. That ex-wife may get remarried. You've got another and, group of kids. And that the kids of that spouse may inherit your wealth without proper planning. That just doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem right, but that's why you have to do planning. And there are ways to get around that. Yeah. But you have to be careful with it, and especially that's why we talk about the pre-sale wealth, asset protection planning. Many affluent investors are also interested in protecting their assets from possible frivolous lawsuits. If you have $10 million, $20 million, $30 million, $50 million, you're a likely target for somebody suing. You're a target, yep. Just because, and we've experienced it where somebody comes after you just because they want to settle out of court. And even though it may be not a legitimate um, Correct. lawsuit, you still have to, attorney's fees pile up, right? Yep. Court costs. So if you can do some planning to avoid those types of things. Uh, charitable giving, the tax code encourages philanthropy. Uh, wealth and retirement planning can take advantage of this, but really... The, the key part of this, I think, you have to start with somebody who's charitably inclined. Oh. You know, if, they, if if that's not a big part of it, you still may get a lot of benefits by doing it, but you won't get the full benefit of it. And that could be anywhere from your church to yep. any kind of anything, any kind of charity. And the, the article wraps up with saying it's beyond investment management. It's helped deal with family matters, um, investment management, cash flow. Um, doing things for younger members of the family, all those types of things. And they can systematically and strategically share solutions with uh, other professionals. In other words, we're, we're at our office. I'll speak about our office when we're working with the wealthy and ultra wealthy. We know that a lot of times there are other invo- advisors involved in the process. Their CPA, their attorney. And you want to make sure that they're in the, involved in the process all the way along. That as much as you like to think that you have all the answers in your office because you got you know, guys there to do that. You don't always have all the answers there and you need to reach out outside your office. That was a sexy segment, Jeff. Good stuff as always. Uh, Jeff Koala is here each and every week. We're in WIBA Madison, WISN in Milwaukee. Jeff is president of the Koala Investment Group, the retirement specialist. Paul Schaefer is here, CPA at the Koala Investment Group as well. 
Uh, we're going to talk when we come back about a free consultation, Jeff. How to get started. Okay. If you don't have a retirement plan, what's the first step? How do I go about that? We'll give you phone numbers, emails, and all that good stuff. You can also get started by doing a little homework on your own. Log on to thekowalway.com. Thekowalway.com. We'll be right back with more of the Retirement Clinic right after this. So, Hermits, Hermits, and Peter Noon music, right? Of course. Uh, love that stuff. Trip down memory lane for many of our listeners. Oh, yeah. Part of the British invasion, right? Peter Noon. Um, Jeff, we're going to announce the winner real quickly of the four-pack. We had a call in the first part of our show, the first segment, that was excellent. Chris in Brookfield, you won the four-pack of State Fair tickets, but he asked questions that he had several of them that yeah, were right up your good. alley. Yep. Uh, and it was really good. So we thank him for the questions, and he won the four-pack of tickets as well. As we wrap up with Paul Schaefer from the Kowal Investment Group. Jeff, you've got a fantastic staff, and I don't know how many right now you have. We have a great team, 22 people in our office now, and everybody, I think that's what separates us from everybody else. From top to bottom, our team, we all talk the same language. We all talk about retirement. Um, so you don't, and, and I just look, I was at a, with Raymond James, called Chairman's Council. And we look about how our business has grown, how it's dramatically, and thanks to all our clients who, who trust us with their retirement and their investment planning. Um, we always put our clients' interests first, you know, thanks to the people here that listen to the show um, and, and follow us and follow up. Um, Thanks to you, Paul Cronforst, because you've uh, been doing the show with me for 17 years. I just look at my peers, and thanks for coming today, Paul Schaefer. Do you have anything more to say, Paul? Anything you got on your mind? Uh, before? <laughs> uh, I'm here to answer any questions, and I, I don't have any uh, other uh, prepared remarks. Yeah, our clients like working with Paul. He's very easy to work with from a tax standpoint, from a planning standpoint, just a, a really clear mind in, in uh uh, when you when you have questions, he gets the answer right away. So well, you you are a CPA, Paul, correct? That's correct. Um, and Jeff, everybody at your group has their own little niche, right? Their own, but it all kind of goes toward the the retirement. That's right. Uh, working the with umbrella. our clients. Yep, with uh, with with seven hundred fifty thousand, a million dollars, two million dollars or more, ten million dollars. We work at helping you preserve your assets, grow them. Uh, take income from them and then passing them on to their heirs. You mentioned how do you start working with us? You can call it at 262-522-4040, 2625224040 or you can go onto the awesome website which is new, it's it, been updated. It's been it is pretty nice. thecoalway.com k o w a l thecoalway.com. And we talked about it earlier that there are, uh, uh, Chris actually mentioned, our first caller uh, mentioned, you know, when you have assets scattered all over the place, that's one of the reasons why people come to us. That's one of the major reasons why, you know, they've reached a point where they know they've got these, these loose ends, they've got other things that are more important in their life, and they want some help with their retirement and investment planning. Uh, another one is do-it-yourselfers that are tired of doing it themselves. Um, and another one, a big one, especially that Aaron and Paul are working on, are if you're selling your business or close to selling your business. Business owners, and, yeah. yes. And and you you know your business inside and out. But what do you do when you get when you sell your practice, sell your business, and now you've got a large amount of money coming in? How what do you it, handle that from a tax standpoint? How do you handle it from an income standpoint? Circling back to your do-it-yourselfers, Jeff, that could be the typical guy just working the, for years, maybe 20, 30 years go by. I've contributed to the to my 401k like I'm supposed to. Yep. All of a sudden I'm looking at it. I've got a half million. I've got six, 700,000 
And, you know, I did this all myself by really not doing anything. It's mindless. Didn't know what they were doing at I didn't time even know what I was that, doing. Yep, right. And no. all of a sudden, I've comm- just because all those years of of it building, well, now I get to a point where I got to get serious about this and make sure I preserve this wealth. That's right. And that's, again, that's what we do. That's the niche that we have. And that's what separates from everybody else, ourselves, our team. Again, we act as fiduciaries, always putting your your interests first. So, Jeff, as we wrap up the final minute of the program, we thank our caller with uh, Chris in our first segment, all the people that have been tuning in throughout the hour, all of your clients that listen and tune in each week. And remind our listeners, you do market updates Monday through Friday on both stations, Madison and Milwaukee. Three and five o'clock news blocks on WISN, 455 just before the news on WIBA in Madison. Uh, a couple other th- areas, Paul, just just wrapping it up. If, you're, uh, if you've been shuffled around with advisors and not sure who your advisor is now, or if your advisor has retired, go online, set up an appointment with us, go to thekowalway.com and set up a meeting with us. We can do it right there on the web. That makes it easy and simple. You can request an appointment. Yeah, you bet, right there. Thekowalway.com. There's four locations, including Port Washington, yes, Fish Day, <laughs> including Waukesha, including Madison, and of course, Phoenix, Arizona. Paul Schaefer, thank, great seeing you again in studio. Yeah, good Paul. to see you, Paul. Thanks for having me on, guys. Have a good weekend. Hey, Jeff, we'll see you next Saturday. Sounds great, Paul. Thanks. We're on every Saturday in WIBA Madison, WISN Milwaukee. Thank you so much for tuning in. News is up next.